Welcome to Channel T, Episode 8. We are live with sound, and I'm honored to have such a good sport on the show once again. What up? Even though the first time had no sound, he is a food... I want to say a food lover. I love food. He is a electronic music connoisseur. And he is a co-founder of Ace, All You Can Eat. They throw crazy warehouse parties that are food-themed. Very awesome. I'm very privileged to have him on the show. Please help me welcome Mr. Zach. What up, y'all? What's going on? Not much. Hell yeah. Round two, baby. How do you feel, bro? I feel good, bro. I'm sorry about last time. You know, I appreciate your time and your efforts, you know, being a good sport and all that. It's cool, man. Thank you for uh, making this work again tonight. I'm actually excited to be on here. So. Bro, let's get it popping. Let's do it. Um, what happened? What's going on? Much. Hell yeah, round two. Oh, we're good. Okay, cool. So, let's go ahead and get to know Mr. Zach. So, why don't you let the people know what Ace is all about, sir? All right, so all you can eat is something that... A buddy of mine, Ryan Duong, shout out to R&D Life. Shout out Ryan, R&D baby. Yeah. We started this uh, whole thing about a year and a half ago. We were originally supposed to be like a DJ duo called All You Can Eat, but we figured we can do a little bit more. Um, we started going to like events and we're like, yo, we can, we can throw a better party than this. Come on. And it's crazy because whole, our whole thing has always been about, you know, like a really high production value show, but in the same time with amazing up and coming local artists and just providing a, pl- a platform for really for people to have like a great big show on. So that's kind of always been our shtick. And I think it's like doing good for us right now. No, dude, I- I'm so happy that like you guys took the initiative to, you know, that- that's how the best things start. You go to something, you're like, dude, I could do this yeah. 10 times better than the people <laughs> throwing it. So that's cool, man. Um, how long has it been going on for? It's a year, uh, a year and a half. We started last September. So it's it's been a quite a journey. Our first show ever was at a, bar called tiki bar in costa mesa tiki bar yeah <laughs> had like 50 people hell yeah so um what so for someone who you know has no idea what like a warehouse party is what are the like small little details that set you guys apart from any other warehouse party or any other party in general so if you're a type of person who does go to like underground events and warehouse parties and stuff the whole idea and notion behind a warehouse party is like a big dark room and it's just blaring house music or techno the whole night and it's kind of like very dark very underground there's like there's not a lot going on like visually or there's not really much of an experience aside from the fact that like yo like i'm at something that feels illegal as fuck you know and we what we wanted to do set ourselves apart really was just to create an experience that was still underground and still brought those vibes of like the the og feel of of just going to a show for the music and just enjoying it with your friends and meeting new friends, but at the same time bringing a really high production value to the event. So when we show up, we have a crazy stage built. We always do stuff like we have like fire performers at our last one. Oh, serve ice exotic. cream. Exotic, exactly. So we tried, we try to level it up a little bit, go a little super sane on these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? <gasps> <laughs> Bro, so explain the whole food theme thing for people because that in itself will get interest in anyone you know what I mean? if everyone loves food bro so definitely um we we ryan and i both love food and we always used to get uh all you can eat korean barbecue and sushi together like that was our whole thing and we when we started off we're like all you can eat and we wanted to kind of 
keep that continuity that's the word continuity mm-hmm. right Ooh. so it's like we want to keep the continuity with all our shows so we try to just always make all our shows like theme at least the name themes with the show and what we're starting to do now that we're getting bigger and like are able to do this we're trying to create a night that also has something to do with the show as well so the last show that we did was called how special and it was supposed to be kind of like chinese themed um, oh. so we had like chinese lanterns outside and like ni hao kai lan hey that's racist motherfucker that's the name of a show ni hao kai lan the cartoon bro i've never seen it no that's awesome though okay yeah i didn't mean to interrupt bro. it's cool i didn't mean my no I, didn't, I didn't want my <laughs> uh potentially blatant racism to interrupt your point it was just like an ad lib, you know what I mean? Like, like you're, good. you're good, bro. We're a generation growing up on South Park, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> can't be too sensitive, you know what I mean? So, um, like, the, you said you're getting into more of, like, the food theme now that you're getting bigger. So what's, like, your next show looking like? So if you can, the, if you want to talk about it. Oh, I would love to. So we have a warehouse party on the 27th of April. It's called The Cream Factory. Oh. Yeah, so it's going to be, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be even bigger than the last one. And uh, it's essentially, it's going to be like cream theme. So like we're planning on building a set for the stage and I don't want to give out too many details yet because there's still things in the pipeline getting worked out and mm-hmm. finalized, but it, we're, we're going to like involve like whipped cream, ice cream, Ooh. stuff like that. Don't worry. We know we don't want whipped cream on you. So we won't get like a cannon and shoot you with whipped cream <laughs> or anything like that. That's just scummy as shit. Bro, but if you want some Tarek cream, that's disgusting. I can bro. supply it. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Nobody wants your Tarek cream, dog. Calm down. <laughs> that's awesome yeah Um, like for someone like me who uh you know i've always wanted to go to warehouse parties but there's like this stigma i feel of just like you know like the demographic that shows up like how can you explain like the type of people that show up to your parties i mean to be honest like we get some of i know what you're talking about and there's always those people that want to go to the underground shows and they're always going to go to the underground shows and and they're they might seem a little bit weird to some people, but they're some of the coolest, nicest, genuine, oh. most genuine people there are. And they're just there to have fun and party and enjoy the music just like you are. And they might do it a little bit differently and have a different lifestyle than you. But, you know, like, there's still people and they're still there to have a great time and enjoy the music. But <laughs> they're still people. They're bro. still people. <laughs> Calm down, okay? They're not like motherfucking orangutans running <laughs> around and shit. No, they're so cool. But I, 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 I get that stigma, but it's cool that we don't get... Our whole crowd isn't like that. Like, we... We get some chads, you know, we get some, some, chads. Like, some people who just like to party, show up, like just, just to rage, to turn up. So when you come to our show, it, it's not like you show up and it's just a bunch of people fucked up, just like just chilling, you know, everyone's there getting lit, having a good time. We really put in a lot of effort to create that vibe. We, it is our responsibility too to set the vibe as curators, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like, so not only do we make sure that we bring the right people into our show that, but we also provide the right elements to the show itself to make it feel lit to make it feel like all right we're going to a warehouse party but it's really like a rave wow you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. so more so like it's zach and ryan's party not just like some freaking random warehouse yeah like, set up and that's cool man um like do you tend to do them in like one general area like one city, like la oc is it kind of like just depending on where you find a cool venue or yeah it, honestly it's all about finding a cool spot uh ideally we started in Orange County. We're from Orange County. We would love to throw a fat warehouse party in Orange County because it's like our home and it's honestly just easier to throw a party in Orange County, yeah. to be honest. But LA just seems to be a great place to do these kinds of things because the scene is out there. If you want to find a doper house, they're all out there. You know what I mean? So we have shifted to mostly an LA based show. But honestly, one day, like if I find a dope, 
I'm always looking in OC. I'm always looking for a dope spot in OC where we can throw one of these warehouse parties. But until that day comes, we're mostly in LA. So. Dude, that's cool, man. I mean, yeah. like, you know, you, you, I'm sure you'll build on, on that and like, you know, be able to throw parties wherever you want to go, bro. One day. One day. International, bro. Where's one spot you would throw like an international party? At what country? What city, bro? Dude, Japan, dude. Honestly, I, I love Japan. I love Japanese food. I love Japanese women. Oh. I love Japanese like cartoons, anime, all that stuff. I think it's all super cool. So like, I would love to throw a show in Japan, man. Like, that's a goal. Of yeah. Mine. Just to say like, hey, like my first time going to Japan, I'm throwing a show. Like, and dude, like, they like love you know house and techno because that's what's playing in the arcade games. You think so? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's like that DDR shit, bro. Yeah, DDR, like, like the the racing games. You know. Hell yeah, hey, dude. hey, if if Porter's watching this, which he's not, but if we throw a show in Japan, Porter's going to headline. Ooh. He's probably not watching this. He doesn't even know it's going to happen, but he's going to watch this. It's going to happen, bro. He's going to watch this. Dude, well, yeah, why not, bro? You know, what if he what if he is watching, bro? And he has like a different like, Hi Porter. Hey. No, that's cool, Survive. man. I've never been to Japan, but yeah. I would definitely go for your party, bro. Hey, I would I've never been to Japan either, so I'm definitely going to go for my party. Hell yeah, you know. Um what kind of got you into like the electronic music scene like um, um more, and more so like uh were you always a fan and like you you know curated your your taste in parties and executed it with this whole ace movement or like did it just like come with the whole ace beginning so so there's like two parts to the story so first and foremost i've been into electronic music for most of my life um, I had a sister who was an OG ass raver and she would always burn me mixtapes and CDs about what she yeah. would listen to back in the day. And so I would get exposure to that when I was a little kid. And then, uh, she passed away and I kind of used music to kind of, cause I, I don't like to think of things like, Oh, she's passed away. That's sad. But like, mm -hmm. I like to be like, dude, like she showed me something that like I hold near and dear to my heart. And like, I think it's just positivity from there. It's like, this is what it was like when she lived, you know, type of deal. So I've always loved electronic music for that reason. So it's always kind of been like ingrained in me because of that. Mm -hmm. And growing up, dude, my, my parents, you know, Arabs, bro, like they're party people. They don't party like we do, but they're party people. Yeah, so no like, doubt. So like for the longest time, like my parents would throw parties and then I started throwing parties in high school and I used to be sponsored by Monster when I used to paintball and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used, to, I used to be a paintballer back in the day and I was sponsored by Monster and I would throw these like fat parties. There was no alcohol, but I'd have a fountain. And there'd be a ton of monster cans in the fountain and like i'd have like hundreds of them and like i kind of got known for being the kids who do crazy parties with monster oh yeah so like partying has always been something that i love to do and i love throwing fun lit crazy parties mm -hmm. and like i've always wanted to find a way to make electronic music and parties together and all you can eat was kind of like that exactly like that. yeah dude that's beautiful thank you for sharing that bro of course man dude uh it's cool to see like people truly acting on their passions like the stuff that's inside them you know because not many people people are asleep bro like they let that like stay inside them they don't express it or they don't act on it so people are scared man yeah shouts out to you bro thank you man Appreciate what's that. what's some advice you can give people because i feel like you're very strong in your actions so what's some advice you can give someone who might have an innate passion or like you know something they want to do but they just don't find the energy or the motivation to do so I feel that honestly, like if you're passionate about something, it, I get it. It's it's scary to follow your passion and, and you might not have the support system that you want right from the get go. But at the end of the day, if you love something and you just keep at it, just just keep going, bro. Like no one's an overnight success. 
no one i mean like unless you just made a funny meme and you became famous off a meme you know but no one's really an overnight success and the whole idea between behind following your passion is, is is it takes time and it takes making mistakes you have to make mistakes you have to fail and you just have to learn from those failures fail uh, learn from those mistakes and just keep growing and perfecting your craft and just know that like although it's scary just just keep at it man and like in time you'll you'll make it you know and like first it's like I threw this all-you-can-eat thing. Let's say it get like we we start we're starting to build a name, and for some reason all-you-can-eat we we can't do it anymore. You know, like even if I can't throw all-you-can-eat events anymore, like the fact that I've become so intertwined in, in music and in the music industry, like I can still take my experiences, what I've learned, my skills, and apply them for another company in the music scene. And I haven't, you know, I I co-found all-you-can-eat. Like I used to do this, this, and this. Like you, like just just let your passions ride wow you know what i mean yeah like no matter what you're saying is like no matter what there's a lesson learned there's experience gained there's wisdom there no matter what exactly that's awesome yeah i agree 100 percent, man like um for people who are even like there's there's the people who don't act on it at all they just have it in them and then there's those people who just talk about it bro just yeah. talk it's like yo stop talking start fucking walking honestly like i i get it like everyone wants to pre-plan everything like mm -hmm. I'm gonna do it like this, this, and this, and this, and when this happens, I'm gonna do it like this. Like I get that. I was there once upon a time in my life. But sometimes you just gotta hit the ground running. Like do it, do whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Suck, fail, be shitty, and learn from it that way. Because you're gonna do such, you're gonna make so much more progress doing that than you are just sitting down talking about what you are gonna do. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I agree 100. Air five, air five. Air That's how we do it, baby. Yeah. Um. So back on like the whole food theme thing, what was like your favorite party you've thrown so far? Man. Which is probably hard because you probably love all the parties you throw. Our favorite party by far was how special the last the last one we threw. Um, it was it was just kind of perfect for us. Like obviously there are things we can still do better from that last show, but that doesn't matter because everything just came together so well. And like the cr there was like the crowd there was great. Everyone was having a good time. The talent was fire. The stage looked fucking great. Shoutouts to Ryan for building R and D. R and D. It was it was just a great party, man. But like, there there are concepts that we have, like that we've used in the past, and I really want to make them bigger. Like secret, like we have a show called Secret Menu, and we threw it one time, and it was in an abandoned barbershop. Oh, yeah, and uh, it's something that I definitely want to grow as as a, you know, like every company, like Insomniac, Hard, they all have their like yearly or like. Biannual. The one like, thing that they people know about, the, yeah. Throw. Like, I want Secret Menu to be one of those things because it's it's such a cool concept, and we have so many ideas for it, and just to make it grow and get better and better in time. No, man, power to you guys. Thank dude. you. I, that's awesome. Um, so, your favorite show, how special? Yes. What, like, do you see yourself throwing a party based on like your favorite food, or like Ryan's favorite food, or like you know you know what I mean? You know, like I, okay, like. For instance, like, I think one of my favorite foods is, like, Korean barbecue, right? Like, mm -hmm. But, I mean, I couldn't throw a show and call it All You Can Eat Presents Korean Barbecue. Yeah. Like, it, would, it would have to be thematically tied. Like, everything that we throw is, like, thematically tied to, like, a food we like or an idea or something like that. But, it, like, to just blatantly call it that is kind of weird. But, like, it's all about kind of creating an idea and then tying in elements of, like, your favorite food and, like, how to make that a part of the show that, that's more important. So, like... 
we don't want to call something like oh you can eat sushi and call that a show you yeah know what i mean like where's the sushi where's the sushi yeah exactly so it's uh it's it's kind of more of a, a little bit more of a process than that but i feel like, that if you want to throw something like korean themed and have like somebody serve bulgogi or something like that Ooh. like we'll do some research into like korean culture and like and like think about like what we can call a show that would like match the korean culture and then involve our food in it you i know feel that I mean? so, yeah 100 percent um like i would love to see like an arab theme like an arab food theme yeah <laughs> warehouse party that'd be crazy bro just like hookahs everywhere like hey. big freaking round plates of rice with like a whole lamb on there <laughs> some men's stuff there's like some ammo like some uncle just serving the meat like feeding people in his hand dude, that'd, be sick. <laughs> that'd be pretty sick yeah um dude fuck it why not yeah bro, you, hey. feel me? you feel me um so with ace like where like five years from now like where do you see ace going man five years um so ryan and i have a goal i think our 10-year goal was to throw a fat festival um i think in five years i would love to throw like a, a two three stage show that's massive each stage has like a proper headliner and like just an amazing set of artists and to just be able to build a big budget just for that show and then in the same time, dude, in five years, I hope to have taken over an art car at EDC, you know. Yo, maybe, that'd maybe, be really sick. You know what I mean? Like, maybe even take over a stage at EDC. Ooh. That's that's kind of hard, but, like, I would love to do that. You that's know goals. I mean? That's goals. That's goals. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I just I just want to be able to to build All You Can Eat into something that's more than just events, too. Like, on a record label, management company, A&R. Because at the end of the day, it's like, I love the music, and I'm and I really want to, like, help the community and help rising artists and help people like kind of get their spotlight. So Ooh, yeah, I see that bro. Definitely. I mean, even the way you throw parties now, like you just said earlier, like you're showcasing all the local talent, like you're putting people on, like you're linking and building, bro. Exactly. It's all about linking and building, bro. All about linking and building. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. When we first started, somebody gave us a piece of advice and they're like, if you want to make it in the music industry, you got to be a part of the community. And I really, we really took that to heart. So like when we first started, we'd go to as many shows as we could and just talk to random people. And like, I think that's really important. So like, once again, back to the passion talk. Mm -hmm. If if you if you're passionate about something, be involved in that passion. Like, don't just say like I'm gonna do it and then do it on your own. Like, be a part of everything because your network is so important. Like, oh. knowing people is key to success. Absolute key. Have you heard of the six degrees of separation? No, dude. What? So basically, I forgot the guy who came up with the term. There's a Will Smith movie about it. I forgot the name of the movie. But um, it's basically saying that you're six people away from meeting someone important in your life. I know. That's gonna, I, someone's you know, going to change your life. You know, it's funny. I actually, I call it something else, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You can meet anybody you want from six people, right? Legit. Straight up. And like, you, like it's all networking, bro. Like, you, you can do it on your own, but if you're not involved with you know, whatever community you're trying to build something in, who are you going to learn from? Who are you going to get ideas from? Who are you going to meet? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel you 100%. The goal in whatever you want to do is it should be one person or zero people to get what you want. You know what I mean? Wow. You know? Wow. To get well, in that circle. Well said, bro. Thank you. Um, I want to get until, so for those of you who uh, tuned in last time, unfortunately we had no sound, but Mr. Zach brought a whole box, a whole dozen of gourmet donuts. And it was my first time trying blueberry donut. My first time trying a red velvet donut. And they were amazing, bro. This man has taste. So I want to delve into that, the whole foodie part of you right now. The nitty gritty, bro. Let's do it. Um, what is like, 
what's the proper way to ask this question? Like what, if you were to be alone in the world, but you had like all the food in the world fully prepared and cooked, what would you go eat first? Damn. You know, like in this time of my life, for some reason, I think it's because I'm getting old. <laughs> I love, I love soup, dog. Like, soup, guys. Like, soup. I should, like, I shit you not, sometimes I'll be at home and I'll be like, I want soup and I'll get like the chicken broth powder and like Ooh. put it in there, you know? Like, the soup's fire. I don't blame you. I love soup, yeah. dude. It's like warm. It's like salty. But like, are you into like, uh, like chicken noodle, pho, ramen, ramen adas? Ramen is fire. I fuck with ramen and I love udon too. Udon. I love the consistency of the noodle, bro. Yeah. Ooh. The chew, it's like, it's got that like chewy texture. Yeah. And it's like, um, it's like thick. Yeah. With two dude. C's. It's thick. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. You took my line, bro. Oh, my bad, dude. My That's bad. It. Um. <laughs> No, that's yeah. I, I, I love soup, so I don't blame you. Yeah, man, soup is the bombs. What's your most like adventurous food? Because you last time you were talk telling me you were an adventurous eater. Yeah, definitely. So, what's the most like adventurous thing you've ever like got into? You know. Oh, okay. So uh, when I was in high school, we took like a, I took I joined this thing called like it's like some u.s ambassador program whatever for like kids or whatever you're one of those i was one of those i was i had parents who made me one of those okay set it straight anyway so we went to australia bro and i had australian oh no kangaroo pot pie oh kangaroo bro that is exotic like how not even grilled, not seared, not blackened. In a pie, bro. Pot pie. Pot pie, dude. It was wow. It was fire, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It was well seasoned. The the meat tasted really good. It was it wasn't gamey or anything yeah, like is that. Yeah, is it like lean? Like is it is it fatty? Because they're buff, bro. Kangaroos are. Gah! It was like super ground, so you, like you couldn't really tell. Um, I was also young, so I don't remember. I'm sorry, bro. Ignore the people making noise in the studio. Those guys. What are you guys doing? Can I help you? Yeah, you good? So anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, the most adventurous thing I've eaten is probably like lamb testicles or you, lamb think, liver, I lamb brain. I think we were talking about this earlier. You really love that shit. Dude, though, I'm you? in love. I, bro, lamb. Bro, I'm so surprised. Like a lot of people don't eat lamb. Like they think, I mean, when they go to like a fancy restaurant, maybe, you know, but like I feel like it's so like underrated. I, I feel that. Honestly, I'm... I'm not the biggest fan of lamb. I like lamb chops grilled. Mm. They're dank. Bomb. And I, I used to love lamb and like all the Arab food, you know, yeah. the Arabs cook with it a lot. But lately, bro, I don't know what it is, man. Like there's like an aftertaste of lamb. It de- bro, I feel you on that. It depends who cooks it. Like my mom, bro, like I like she doesn't she her, her nose is so peculiar mm-hmm. to where like she will make sure there's no stench. She'll make sure there's no like aftertaste, nothing. Like just the way she makes it, bro, just Wow. Hey, 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 my mom and your mom need to get together. And I think, uh, Mother, I love you. You make great food, but you know, sometimes, sometimes I land, man. It tastes, yeah, it tastes man. weird. Other Arab moms, like, bro, shout out to all the Arab moms who cook. All your food's bomb. But you know, some Arab moms got a better tasting, you know, sp- the, the particular dish, I want to say. I feel. You know what I mean? Like, every mom has her trademark dish, bro. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? What's your mom's trademark dish? Man. I'd say, uh, bro, honestly, bamye or mulchiyye. Bamye, bro, my mom doesn't eat okra, like, at all. Like, she doesn't even, bro, she cooks it, 
doesn't taste it, but it's like the most fire, delicious okra you'll ever have in yeah. your life, bro. Like, does she use does she use the big ones or the small ones? Uh, the small ones. The small ones. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Dang. I think they're the big ones because I don't know they're the small ones. The okay. small ones. Yeah. Okay. What's your mom's? Oh, mensef dog. Mensef. See, my mom won't cook it because the like the smell of the jamid. Bro. Like the little the the, the thing that makes mensef mensef. It's jamid, bro. Yeah. Dude, yeah. My mom like. I wish throws bro. it down, dude. I hope she makes some this weekend. Dude, for those of you that don't know, Mensef is like cooked yogurt on a bed of rice with like lamb, pine nuts, almonds, roasted almonds. Just, it's probably the most popular Arab dish, bro. And dude. It, the fact that your mom can like make that A1, that's, you're lucky, bro. bro. You're blessed, bro. Dude, she like, she has like family in Jordan because it's like a Jordanian dish, yeah. right? So she has family in Jordan. She has them like ship the Jamid <sighs> from Jordan to America. So it's like the dank shit, bro. Bro, let them like, know the term we used to explain jamid last J- time jamid is like yogurt dabs <laughs> the ex like, like yogurt like just super concentrated <sighs> like i don't yeah it's it's a dab it's like if you take a dab and like yogurt it's like dabbed yogurt like. da- yogurt dabs dog yeah extracts only bro yeah no that's fire that's fire um dude so one thing i kind of got sidetracked on with the whole food thing uh, I was going to ask you, like, so is there one food party, like, is there, are there foods that don't make the cut when it comes to planning a food theme party? You know what, man? Like, is there, like, is there food discrimination, segregation, bro? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you keep it kosher? Like, no. you know what I'm saying? Halal. You know what, bro? Like, I, I wouldn't say that, like. I don't I don't think so man I mean I don't know if I would do like a barbecue themed party because it's just like kind of uh, yeah just uh, like maybe we might even do a barbecue themed party we don't we don't like hey or anything like that we just try to keep all our names and all our themes somewhat original mm-hmm. so I know like for instance like Dirty Birds is a big label and they throw a barbecue so like I don't know if I would want to do like an all you can eat barbecue just because it's kind of like too similar yeah but that's kind of like one thing we also keep in mind but bro like we have a show called Side Dish and it's Ooh. like, and it's a small show. We usually like to throw it like in a side room or like a small venue. And it's like, it's a side dish, bro. That's sick, bro. But you know what, bro? Side dishes are important too. You yeah. know why? Because if you eat a steak and just a steak and there's no rice, there's no corn, there's no veggies, no mashed noodles, potatoes. mashed potatoes, no gravy, none of that Ajou. shit. You're going to enjoy your steak, bro? Nah, you need a side dish, dog. Wow. Always need a side dish. So there you have it, folks. No food discrimination None. at all. You can eat parties, bro. None. No, hell yeah. That's cool. Maybe like no pork shakes. I don't eat pork most of the time. No pork! Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> bro, um, so, you know, let's, let's dwell deep into who Zach is. Let's do it. All right. So aside from Ace, aside from, you know, the music scene, what do you get into on a daily basis, bro? Like, what are the things that make you Zach? Man. Which is probably a stupid question because Ace is probably your everything you eat, sleep, breathe. But you know, like, what are you what are you into like on the side? Aside from Ace, bro, I, I really like uh, gymming. I like the gym. GTL baby. GTL used to be my life. I used to be a total like wannabe Jersey Shore dude. Oh yeah, like, bro, me too. I would go to gym, work out for three hours, go to the tanning bed, go tan, and like all that Just shit. Just fist pumping the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I love the gym. I've always been into like uh, fitness and stuff like that. I don't really live that lifestyle anymore, but I always work out. Working out for me has always just been like a way to kind of calm myself down, um, think introspectively. It's kind of like my, my, if you call me and I'm at the gym, bro, I'm not answering. 
I don't care who you are. I don't care what you got, what you're trying to tell me. Like, I won't answer the phone at the gym. The gym is like my time to kind of just let everything out. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, it's, it's really just helped me like feel healthy, feel good about myself. And yeah, like I'm, I'm still fat, you know, I don't eat right. I li- I'm a part of a group called all you can eat. So I live that lifestyle too. It's like two clashing ass lifestyles, you know, but the gym at least makes me feel good. You know what I mean? No, that's cool, bro. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. definitely a space to kind of like unwind and, you know, detach from whatever the hell is stressing you out in life. I pick things up and put them down. Yeah, it's, yes. it's the barbell. Yeah, it's the barbell. Deadlift. Uh, squat once. I got, a, uh, I, got a, I got a hernia one time from squatting. Oh, bro. Yeah. You're an Olympic athlete. Or was bro. it a hemorrhoid? Or was it hernia? Hemorrhoid is the... The, the, the butt boot, thing. The like, butt thing. The butt the thing. sphincter. Yeah, the butt thing. That was... That's what you got? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that shit hurt. I like, no. I like squat. I squatted and I like got up. I'm like, oh, my ass. Oh my ass! <sighs> yeah, it was bad, <laughs> dude. I wow. Yeah. So, um, do you like involve? Are you involved in any other activities besides fitness? Um, I I really like uh, cars. Cars have always Ooh, been like a thing for me. Skirt, skirt. Always, dude. Dude, me too. I'm a huge gearhead. Like, yeah, bro. Top Gear, BBC, bro. Over American, uh, Top Gear all day, bro. Grand Tour. You've been watching that on Amazon. Oh, bro, dude. I heard a lot about it. I know. I played the video game at the LA Auto Show. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know, like, explain it's, it. Like, It's literally, because you know, like the Top Gear uh, in UK, they changed their cast, right? Yeah. So Grand Tour is all the old cast of Top Gear. Yeah, and it's on with Amazon, Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the same fucking show, pretty much, but it's just on Amazon now. And it's... They're probably making feds off that, dude. Dude, I don't care. I love the show. It's a it's a funny show. I love... Those, honestly, those three guys are iconic. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Richard Hammond, J- James May, Jeremy Clarkson. The guy from Lord of the Rings. Wait, Isn't the third like the shorter guy on Lord in Lord of the Rings? He's like is one he? of the hobbits. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, bro. I didn't know that. They. He's, he's. That makes sense. Like, he's, he's short as fuck. He's a fucking hobbit. He's a. <laughs> <laughs> bro, dream car right now. Damn. Okay, so I have two. Um, All right, I'll let that slide. I have two, and they're kind of like fighting for each other. Basically, it's a older Ford GT. Not that I love the new model. No hate for the new model. Very nice. Yes. 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 But the old one, the the like the 08 ones, fucking sexy. Dude. They're like the perfect combination of American muscle. I'm gonna like close my legs cold. right now. Hey, hey. <laughs> and it's either that or or a Singer 911. Yeah. You know you have to explain that one more time for the people at home. Okay, so a Singer 911 essentially is they take the air cooled Porsches, the, like the ones before like the new body style. And they redo the whole thing. They do all the body work. They change the interior, all the electricals and everything like that. And it's still got that retro look, but it's super polished. And mm. they just like they have like those little modern like modern accents. Like for instance, the headlights are new, so they're like the projector bulbs. They're not like the weird halogens anymore. Yeah, like, like xenon. Exactly. The taillights are nice. The wheels Fire, are modern. Bro. They like they like they change like the wheel arches. The interior is just retro but gorgeous it's all well done it's mm. it's like a four hundred thousand dollar porsche dude that's i mean that you could that that that's probably made for the fanatics oh you know for what sure. i mean so 100%. i'm sure it's worth the 400k bro hey yo t i got a question yeah what's up wait hold on move your mic like tor- point this top part towards your mouth there you go hey yo t i got a question hey me baby has anybody ever taken a piss during your show dude if you need to take a piss you'd be the first one I need to take a Go, piss. bro. Go quick. I'll, I'll, bro. So while Zach's taking a piss, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'll give you guys a little comedy stand-up bit, or uh, you know. So, all 
Actually, we got a we got a sit in for Zach. We got Zach Zach's uh, stunt double. Zach, what's going on? What's up, guys? This is the dude, bro. Dude, bro, fam. Dude, tell me, bro. What's, dude? You've 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 been such a great guest so far. Like, you know, one thing I want to do personally with you right now is word association. All right. All right, Zach. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Plants. Animals. Oxygen. Air. Waterfall. Niagara Falls. Nature. Trees. Drugs. Bad. Um, fire. Mommy. Oh. Um. Um. School. Sucks. Work. Make sure it's something you like. Driving. Tight. All right, that's it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Good, yeah. Zach. You're 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 very affluent and uh, like everything you speak about yeah man you know being zach is just something i embody with my whole uh core you know it's something i've always wanted to be my whole life and i'm glad this opportunity finally came for me to be zach zach had bad that's that's me now man dude it's, you know it's up oh, it's hard to understand the complexity within zach yeah and you, know, you being here bro enables me to not only detangle but to like explore why are you in my the, <laughs> the depths of zach bro so thank you zach Get my seat. i take all credit for all you can eat ah uh, damn Ooh. Uh, thank you for that no dude you broke a Channel T record. Hey. Shout out Zach, aka the dude bro, aka co-founder of Ace, for being the first person to use the restroom during an interview. Bro, you wanna hear some fucked up shit? Yeah. We took a piss. I took a piss right before the show started. Remember? And I shit you not, dude, we sat down, started talking for two minutes. I'm like, fuck, I have to pee. Hey, again. if you were holding it, bro, don't hesitate, dog. Like I don't wanna I just I just don't want the podcast to be like five minutes and I gotta go take a piss, bro. Like, dude, no. The last <laughs> thing I want is like a lawsuit because you got kidney stones from like holding in your piss on my show. I care about you, bro. I really do. And your small bladder. Don't make fun of my bladder. <laughs> so, you know, we were talking about cars. Cars. You said you're a car guy. You said you go to the gym. What else are you into, bro? Zach, oh, the other Zach gave us a lot of details. Uh, yeah? What'd he say? What'd he say? No, don't worry about it, bro. But, oh, you know, let's, let's continue the conversation. Like, what, what are your other hobbies or interests? I, okay, so I'm not going to consider myself by any means somebody who really is, like, into anime and watches all the anime shows. But I do like anime. Um, I don't watch it enough because I just don't have the time. But I have, like, a list of anime shows that I'm, I've been meaning to get to that I would love to watch and, like, at some point, but I just love the way how they, they tell stories, the animations. Bro, there's an anime, Fighting Foodons. Fighting Foodons. Right? Fighting Foodons, Fighting Foodons, Fighting Foodons. Is it, is it an anime or some Bro, Indian it's an cartoon? anime about, like, food. Like, there's these, like, they're like food creatures, like cupcake, like, and they just fight. Look it up, bro. Look it up. You need to watch that, bro. You're a foodie. Fighting futons. Foodons. Foodons. It's like udon, but foodon. Foodons. Yeah. Oh. 
was pretty sick. I, I used to not watch it, but I would watch the commercials on Adult Swim or whatever. <laughs> and yeah, bro. I mean, you're a food guy and you like anime. I think you should definitely watch that. Okay. That's your next mission, bro. Damn, dude. You have an assignment from Channel T, bro. Fuck. Is it... Do you know how many seasons there are? I genuinely do not know. Because I have a rule. I have a rule with watching these shows. Because I'm, I'm the type of guy where if I watch a new show, I binge that shit till it's done. Oh. And I'm the type of guy that's like, I won't text people. I won't go out. I won't, like, go to the gym. Oh I'll show up late to work. Just to watch a show. You know what I mean? And, like... That's kind of why I've always been scared to watch new anime shows. Like, for instance, like, Naruto. Oh. I, I've been dying to watch Naruto, but it's, like, what, like, 400 episodes or some crazy number like that? Like, double. That's, like, a year of my life, bro, wasted. Yeah. No, no job, no gym, no friends, <laughs> no ace. No family. No family, no nothing, dude, bro. Isn't it crazy how, like, shows have that influence on people, bro? It's fucked up, You're dude. just stuck, bro. You even forget to use the restroom. Like, you're just... See... <laughs> That's why I like American cartoons, because they, like, for instance, like, anime, it always ends on a cliffhanger, and, like, a season's, like, a whole story, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, American cartoons, exactly, American cartoons, 30 minutes, it's a whole fucking story. Like, Rick and Morty, it's a great show. Oh, my God, You know what bro. I mean? But it finishes from beginning to end, so when you're done, you're like, I have closure. Mm -hmm. I can move on with my life. Every episode's different, too. Bro. I mean, they kind of, kind of are similar. There's, like, like, some continuity yeah. between the episodes, you know, but it's not, like, a story continues like fucking like Dragon Ball, bro. Goddamn, dude, that shit fucked me. That shit fucked. Dude, my boy threw an effect on your. Bro, go ahead, throw effect on mine real quick. Shoo. Ooh. chief right now about to go infiltrate the covenant and then next thing you know the flood comes cortana cortana can you hear me hey <laughs> <laughs> i was i was trying to sing the riff but i'm tone deaf as fuck and dude I, I that can't was beautiful shit. yeah that was like we just told the story right there i'm gonna cry i'm, I'm crying wow but dude we got effects on channel t don't even sweat it that was the first time we used effects. Oh, wow. It's a good job. Oh, first You're a good sport. Everything. Thank you. You, you adapted you. well. Yeah! I probably clipped the mic. I'm sorry. So. Yeah, that, that's how I'm a little weird. Uh, interests out of the way. Perfect. We decided to uh, get into some crazy stuff right now. And my sound engineer, Mr. Loosh, Mr. Ali, a.k.a. Let Me Mix Your Shit, is going to literally... Throw some questions at you. Okay, let's go. So three, two, one, throw! Nah! And just read it out loud into the mic. And make sure you get the mic's pointed at your mouth. Your beautiful mouth. Who wrote this? Dude, you know... <laughs> A fucking chicken dog? <laughs> Excuse my chicken scratch, bro. My bad. Bro, dog. bro. This shit looks like the shit that I used to write when I was in kindergarten. Yo, bro. Learning my ABCs, dog. How do you write A? Dude, I'm... I'm a, I'm a speaker, not a writer. Even though I write really well, except my pen my penmanship doesn't reflect that. It's cool, bro. We got Word. Microsoft Word. You feel me, Lifesaver, dog. Digital. I was I was always the kid in middle school where my handwriting was so sloppy that she would give me one of those, like, things with the keyboard. Oh, she literally told you. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> you're, you're, you're typing your assignment. Damn. True, true, true. All right. First question. Would you rather be stuck in a room with any amenity for a year 
or be deserted on an island with nothing for two years. All right, question. Need some more information. Okay, bro. Flush this shit out. When we say any amenity, do you mean any one amenity or no any amenity? So I got everything, bro. You even have like a rooftop bar that's enclosed in a room. So I got like phone, Wi-Fi, laptop, tablet, jacuzzi, food. heater, spa. But there's no sunlight, no windows. You're literally in a room, bro. Okay, like I'm. Or a- you're on a deserted island. It's beautiful, but you literally have nothing, and you have to survive. But you learn way more lessons that way. You know what I mean? Fuck surviving. <laughs> Fuck that. Been there, done that. It's not about that life. I'm a bougie bitch, okay? I like my five-star hotels. Mm. I like my bedroom. I like my AC. Bro, but how did it How did it build into that? There has to be... Oh, you want to hear the story? Some traumatic oh, experience, Oh, there's bro. a story. You want to hear the story? Bro, yeah. you need to lay down. All right. It all started when I was a wee little boy scout. Just a wee little laddie. And when I was a kid, I always wanted to go camping. It just sounded so fun. But up until then, like... All I ever did was like camp in my backyard for a couple of hours and then go end up sleeping in my room. But I was like, Boy Scout, I finally get to go fucking camping. I'm so excited right now. Right? So anyway, so we go. We go camping to the woods, whatever. I think it was like Big Bear or some shit or like Lake Tahoe. And uh, we get these army tents, right? And it's like nice little army tents. We share a two-door tent. And we're like walking around the first day, set my sleeping bag, got all my shit ready. And then we start going on a little hike. And here is the first series of unfortunate events, okay? There's like a little rope, and the rope kind of like lets you Tarzan from one end to another, and like under it's like kind of like a valley. And basically, I got a rope, I roped over, and I'm like, woo, Tarzan! And then I jump. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Oh, watch the cable, bro. I don't want you to. Oh, like I said, no injuries oh, on Channel T, bro. Oh, 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 okay. I'll call that, that's the. Um, Penal code 6969 uh, violation. No cables intertwined with the feet. Call OSHA. <laughs> My bad, bro. So Tarzaning down. Anyway, so I'm Tarzaning, and I jump off, and I land right into a fucking hornet's nest, dog. And I got stung like six times by different hornets. And that was my, my first bad experience, right? I go to the infirmary. I'm in the infirmary all day. Fucking, oh, my leg. My fucking leg. And then I get out. My leg. Luckily, luckily, it was no venomous shit. I didn't get sick. I was Dude, just Dude, how pain. do you land exactly on a hornet's nest, Because fuck camping, dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get out of the infirmary, whatever. It's like kind of later in the day. I got dinner. And then we go to the room. We go back. I go to the tent. It's at the end of the night. I'm like, all right, I had a bad day. It's all good. I'm staying positive. I'll have a better day tomorrow. I get in my sleeping bag, put my legs in my sleeping bag. Next thing you know, I feel some shit crawling in my legs. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I like kick around a little. Like, what is this? What the fuck is this? Crawling around a little bit more, goes up my leg. I'm like, oh my God. So I get out of my sleeping bag and it's a baby mouse. No! It's a baby mouse. No! And I'm like, what do I do with this thing? It! it just got born. It was like hairless still. All that you shit. bit its head off, bro. Ew, dude, that's disgusting. Whoa, whoa, what was that? Why reader? do you keep throwing effects on, bro? Ricka, 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 ricka. MC Ali in the building. Yeah, straight up. DJ. All right, anyway. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I call my counselor. I'm screeching. I'm a little kid. I'm like fucking naked more rat in my sleeping bag and shit. Dude, oh, gosh. My counselor comes in, kicks the, the rat out, and I go back to sleep. I'm like, all right, whatever. Fuck, fuck nature, but it's all good. Like, I'm a survive. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm a forgiver. I'm a survivor. 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 I'm
Zach had an role right in his submission. Channel T. <laughs> Did you... Okay, so... Is that the end or is No, no, oh, no. That no. was strike two. But anyway, so like that night, the baby mouse kept trying to check on his kid and I'm over here sleeping in the sleeping bag. I mean the kid, mama mouse. The mama mouse. The mama mouse. And I'm over here in my sleeping bag where the b- baby was born and she's all like, where the fuck is my baby? Dude. Where the fuck is my baby? So the whole night I'm over here trying to shoo away a mother mouse. What did you do to nature, bro? What did nature do to me? Dude, no, what did you I do? Was, I was a something. Peace- you did something to I piss was, nature off. Bro. I was a peaceful dude, bro. Just trying to enjoy shit. Trying oh to experience nature for the first time. And no. This shit got me fucked up. So the mother mouse kept coming to my tent. And I couldn't sleep that whole night because it would like jump on my sleeping bag and like look at me in the eyes like, what the fuck is my mouse? <laughs> what the fuck is my baby? What the fuck is it? I'd be like, shoot, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Get. <laughs> so the next day I'm like, yo, I'm not sleeping in that tent again. That mother mouse is going to fucking harass me all night. I'm not about that. So my couch was like, yo, there's another tent over here. Um, you can sleep in that tent. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to sleep in that tent. I go to the tent. And, like, half of it's, like, perched up on the floor, which is nice. And then the other half is, like, held up by rocks. And, like, oh, all the rocks no. are up there. And I'm, like, this is oh, kind of no. sketchy. But you know what? Boy Scouts, I trust them. They know what they're doing. Whatever. I'm going to go for it. So the next night, next day pops around. It's whatever. Typical fun day being a Boy Scout, hiking and shit. I go back to my room at night, to my tent. And I sleep in my bed. And I'm, like, the kind of guy who doesn't really, like, I don't get in bed and just knock out. You know, like, I get in bed. Move around a little, get comfortable, find my position, and then I knock out. So here I am, moving around in my sleeping bag, trying to figure everything out. And the next thing you know, the rock slipped. And I fell out of my sleeping bag four feet to the floor. And at that moment, I'm like, strike three. I'm out of this bitch. I went up to the council. I'm like, I'm going home tonight. <laughs> Deuces. I'm howdy, bro. I don't know what you got to do to make this happen, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. Gosh. Yeah, and ever since then, I haven't really been much of a camper. But, you know, yeah. Fuck nature. So, fuck the deserted island. Yeah, fuck the deserted island, man. I'm the kind of... I will go to the deserted island for a couple of hours, take a selfie, <laughs> chill, have a cerveza. Bro, I'm the opposite. I would love to kick it. Like, I would be the king of that island, bro. It'd be the next Dubai. You, what, you think you can hunt? Yeah, bro. Would you, would you be, like, a gatherer or a hunter? No, I'd be a boat hunter-gatherer, bro. Oh. Did I be out here fishing? I'd be out there... Sp- Spearing like whatever lives on the like a freaking boar or whatever's on the island, bro. I, I'd be the guy like if we we're a bunch of friends going camping and we we're on that island and we're all fishing, right? I'd be the one dude who catches the poisonous poisonous fish and doesn't know it's poisonous. No, bro, you bro, you'd probably lure like every single like lethal ocean creature to us, bro. Oh, Get, for sure. With your with your story you just told. Oh, like, for sure. Straight up, bro. You don't want me. We're not even with safe. You, we're not even safe on the island with you, bro. No, no, yeah, absolutely not, I, bro. Nature will come finding me. If you've ever planned on going camping with Mr. Zach, just know it's not gonna happen because either you shouldn't go or he's not gonna go. My my rider is a hotel room. You can bring the hotel room to the campsite, <laughs> but I'm sleeping in a hotel room. <laughs> All right, bro. Let's start another question, Adam. Yeet. Yeet. Man, you crumple these things Read up the heavy, dog. Read the question. Read the question. I'm fucking working <laughs> on it. Alright. Alright, alright. Would you rather eat your favorite meal for the rest of your life or have someone cook you something new each meal? Mm. I'd rather have someone cook me something new each meal. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to try new things, eat new foods. Yeah, I'm down. Wow. But like, but like, 
The question I'm thinking about now, though, it, gourmet, like, gourmet food. No, I, already, I already know. It's not that. Oh. But are there are there enough meals every day, three times a day, to last me in variety for the rest of my life? He's gonna have to repeat them eventually, right? Like, how many meals are there? I know there's a lot of different meals in the world, but how many are there truly? Like, that chef has to be a genius ass chef. Whoever has to cook me something different every single fucking day. I didn't fucking ask you to dig that deep, bro. It was you don't have to. Why'd you do that to me, bro? You bring a foodie on the show. Now, and you now I have to go shit? back, and every time I write a question down, I have to think, okay, is this guy gonna be a jackass <laughs> and ask the most impossible question that I can't even calculate, bro? Did yeah. you? Who's? Am I gonna have? Whose channel is this, bro? Channel T. What's, thank you. But whose sign is that? Oh <laughs> damn! Yo, actually, let's show him the sign real quick, if possible. Without, there we go. Ooh, shout out Zach for bringing that. He wanted to rep Ace. I was like, dude, hell yeah, please. But um, no, dude, that's a great question. And honestly, I would have to say that there's probably enough meals because you think about it. There's how many countries? Like 216 or something like that. Each country has each even like village or city, bro, has its own type of meal. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there is a cap, though. There's maybe, gotta be. Maybe I'd say after like, cause 365 days a year, times three meals a day, that's like over a thousand meals in a year. Like, think how many different breakfasts are there, bro? Like, I can maybe dinner. Maybe no, you lunch. know what? I, there's a lot. Are there? Yeah. Are there? Bro, you got like, okay, okay, like American got eggs. <laughs> hey man, we got hummus, we got food. Oh, true. You know, true, um, true. Zetun, bro. Yeah, but that's like one meal. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? I feel you. But no, that's a great point. You're, you're going to come up to me like, Zetun is your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it on a nice leaf of lettuce for you. Yeah, Zetun's olives, by the way. Yeah. Dude, okay, one last question. Yeet! Oh, you missed, oh, bro. Oh, no. Throw it back, throw it back. No, I can't reach it. Oh no! Can't reach it. All right, I got it. Oh, that hurt. All right. Wow. Live a healthy life with hella money, but have no IQ, or have terrible health, no money, but have Einstein's brain. Einstein was dyslexic, dog. He was, but you know, he. He did a lot. He was smart. True. Why was he famous, bro? Because he was smart. Theory of rel relativity, I think, was the yes. thing. And it was proven after he died, bro. That's legendary. True. Honestly, though, uh, fuck being smart. If I'm healthy and I'm rich, I'm, I'm cool, dude. I'm happy with that. Like, dude, I, but you can like develop some shit to make you even richer. You but, just, and you can even cure yourself, maybe. But, okay, see, see that's a different question. Because if, if you're smart, if you're saying... This is like a baseline, and then my future is like determined by what I do. That's well, like yeah. A story, well, I mean, but like, but I thought you were saying like I gotta be bad health, no money, my whole life, but I can be smart. No, no, like that's how you start. That's how I start. Because think about it, you start off with hella money, dude. You can, you can mess up your life. You can get into drugs. You're like, you know, run a mafia and get like killed by a loan shark or something. Okay. Who like is rival to you, and the other way around, you have bad health and shit. Yeah, but then you can like turn your life around, you know, because you got smarts. Okay, okay, that's okay. That's a different. My question. bad, dude. That's a different question. Sorry, Zach. These are see, terrible questions, bro. See, see, see. You said, 
Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'd pick option two then. I agree <laughs> with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I'm stupid and I have hella money and I have good health, I'm, I'm going to be... Sh- I'm gonna end up yeah, you're going to slaughter yourself, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like you're set up for disaster, but like the stupidity, I guess, would kind of be good because you'd be really working the economy by spending all your money. You know what I mean? True. You'd probably be throwing money to people you don't even know. Like, that's kind of cool. But then with the smartness comes, you know, inquisite, like, methods of thought that True. enable you to not only possibly cure yourself, but leave a mark in this world. But hold on. Hold on. I just thought of something. Oh. I'm 26, about to be 27 right now. I'm like right at the edge of my prime. So let's say you took away my IQ. I'm a dumbass. I'm already a dumbass. But if you make me a big dumbass, give me a shit ton of money, make me fucking healthy, six-pack abs, ripped as fuck, I would just live my best life right now. And before I'm about to die, whatever money I have left, I take a shit ton of amazing drugs mm. and just live fast, die young, bro. Bro, I would also do option one. In that case? Yeah. You know what I mean? I would definitely be stupid, have hella money, because look, I'm here for a good time, not, not a long, long time. time. I love that quote. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You know, I... Who was the, who was the philosopher who wrote that? I think it was, his name was... Uh, oh, Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. From, well, to be honest, he probably didn't write it, <laughs> but it credit goes to... He Aubrey said Graham. it. He said it. He said it. That's all that matters. Yeah. Right? You know, he says a lot that he doesn't write. Yeah. So Amazing philosopher, bro. Credits to Aubrey Graham. You only live once. Did you know his dad lives in Eastville, where I live? Eastville? Where's Eastville? Like, by Corona. Oh, really? Yeah. I met his dad at a smoke shop. Oh, wow. Yep. Buying vape juice. How's his dad? Cool. Super dope. He wanted to chill and talk, but I was like, dude, sorry, I got to go buy my vape juice. Oh. And he dipped. But yeah, it's so, such a small world. And Kendrick's parents live where I live, too. Wow. Yeah, yeah. His daughter, his sister, little sister, went to the same high school I went to. And Channel 2's over here having people like me on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, bro, thank That's you for fam, being bro. on. That's fam. That's fam, dog. That's fam. Yo, so, um, you know, you have a busy life. You're into cars. You seem like a really cool dude. Um, what drives this, like, persona? Like, are, would you say it's, like, f- are you very, like, faith-based? Are you spiritual? Do you just kind of, like, do things on your own? Like, what's, what's, what's the mojo behind Zach, bro? Honestly, it's, it's all about legacy for me. It's all about, like, when I die, what do I want to be known as? Like, how do I want people to remember me? Like, have I made an impact on people's life? Have I made people's lives better? That's always kind of been my thing is, like, I don't want to die. I don't want to live a good life, a religious life or whatever like that, and then be dead and not be remembered, not have, not be remembered for making someone's life better. So it's always been about legacy for me. So... Um, that's what drives me every single day is just thinking, mm. what am I going to do to not die with an empty tombstone, you know? Dude, that's powerful. Thank you, man. You're kind of like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tutankhamen, the, the pharaoh. Hey. He was, he was like, yo, like, dude, he's the only mummy that has like a world tour. Oh, really? Yeah, they like take him everywhere, bro. He comes to LA sometimes, dog. You say, what's up to that fool? Hey. <laughs> yo, what's up, King Ty, hey, dog? Hey, you want to know something crazy? Uh, so one of my, uh, I think it was like my cousin or something like that. They did like a whole ancestry tree and I'm related to a Pharaoh. What's up? I'm royalty, bitch. Hey, hey, you hold my legs up. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's insane. But I've always wanted to do like those DNA like test things, but I just Mm. feel like that's the government's way of getting your DNA. Hey, low key. That's why I haven't done it yet. Bro, but I mean, they got your cousin's DNA now. They can trace all you fools, dog. He didn't do it with DNA. He did oh. it through, like, just looking up... Because uh, Ancestry.com, before it was DNA, you can actually just, like, look up 
and do research on like your ancestors like oh. who's related to who and it was like a lot more work but you can do it like that and that's what that's what they did and I'm damn like, oh, shit, i'm related to that's bro right. that's tight i don't know who you're the reason why the jews are in palestine bro <laughs> <laughs> Can't can't blame me for what my ancestors did, bro. Dude, that's, if that's you mean. guys didn't enslave the Jews, <laughs> there would be world peace right now. Bro. Dude, shout out to the ancient Egyptians. I'm not endorsing slavery, but they were the only people on this planet to be able to enslave Hebrew people. And now we're all their slaves. The Zionist slaves. I don't want to say Hebrews. I love Hebrews. They're my cousins. I love Jews. I have a lot of Jewish friends. Did not mean that in any sort of way. Channel T does not... Um, Reflect the opinions of Tarek Abuzena. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, bro. You know, enough sidetracking. But that's cool, man. You know, legacy is something I feel like every entrepreneurial type person believes in fully. Definitely. And the way you speak on it, bro. Ace, your own thing, bro. You're you're already leaving a legacy, bro. Thank you're you. already leaving one, dog. Thank you, man. I don't know how else to say it, bro. You're just you're on it. You're you know a great person to be on the show like your your words are so full of wisdom and inspiration not only to me to, you know to anyone watching even the people in this room bro and um i appreciate you you know giving the time again to come on and have the sound work this time bro um let's do this bro why don't you go ahead let the people know where they can find you on social media where they can keep up with all the ace updates and you know what is next in line for your you know upcoming projects and stuff like that for sure, man. So a.y.c.e underscore is our Instagram. So if you can't understand that, it's a.y.c.e underscore. That's the Insta. a.y.c.e underscore. That's the Insta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then my personal is the.dude.bro. The dot dude dot bro the dot dude dot bro are you done i'm done thank you all right closing thoughts closing things all you can eat baby we throw the sickest warehouse parties in la april 27th we're throwing the cream factory we're gonna have a crazy lineup we're flying a dude out from jersey to come play the shows it's gonna be dope it's gonna be hard if you're a raver if you're not a raver come out and experience this shit it's gonna be a good time we got some crazy things planned for the summer too that's Ooh. under wraps um but yeah we got we... some possible secret plans for summer oh not secret well secret for now yeah but not but not we don't want to we don't wanna talk about shit. Shit, shit. All, right, all right love food eat food work out get gains dude bro april 27th guys you heard it from mr zach bro Thank you, bro. Of course, thank you, man. thank you, thank you for everything you've said, being a part of the vision. I wish you and Mr. R&D the best with Ace. I will be attending April 27th. You guys can catch me there. Follow the boy. If you use my code, you can get it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for the record, for the record, the only reason why I came on again today is because he offered me food. Food bring food. Yeah, I'm yeah. hungry. Let's go eat. Food makes the world go round. Bro. Oh, true. Dude, food truly gets people together. Oh, 100%. You know? Oh, yeah. So thank you, you guys, too, for the support. You guys can catch this on YouTube. 
Um, if I mean, you're, you're going to catch this on YouTube, so give it a like, give it a subscribe. You'll find Zach's info all in the uh, description below. Um, make sure you follow him on every platform. Stay tuned with his, you know, uh, all you can eat project going on. Uh, Mr. Lou, shout out Mr. Lou, aka Ali, my sound engineer. You can find his info down below. And as always, follow me on Insta, Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, and we'll get it popping. And I want to close this, bro, in a new way. Do it. Are you a freestyler? Absolutely not. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. Oh, fuck. You're going to throw words at me. And it can be ace related. It can be whatever you want, bro. And I'm a freestyle about it. Cool. You and really? it's going to be a beat that Mr. Ollie over here made. Or it could be any beat. I'd prefer one that he made, you know, due to copyright issues and stuff like that on YouTube. But it's cool. You know, we could probably find some guys you know, instrumental on YouTube who, like, doesn't have that much heat. So, like, if he does see my podcast, he'll be like, oh, you know, that's cool. I'll just give him credits. I'll just give him credits. So, th think of some stuff while he pulls up the beat. I got it. You're just going to throw words or maybe even phrases at me, bro, and I'm going to spit it into a flow. I got it. Okay? Got it. Here we go. Here we go. A one. A two. A, a skiddly deadly do. Oh, yeah. All right, you I ready? This beat. You ready? Hold on, hold on. It's going to drop in like 20 seconds. What should I say? Bulgogi. Yeah. Okay. Bulgogi on my plate. That shit is so great. I be cooking it on the grill with my chopsticks. Hey, put the salt Mickey and Mouse. green pepper on that shit like Mickey Mouse. You know he be shaking it up like the Mouse Club house piping. Fried rice. White rice in this shit. Yeah, it's sticky. Just like Mickey and the bulgogi in my belly. Oh, your favorite rave. Yeah, favorite rave. Don't really go to much. Take the effects off my voice, please. So I can spit some stuff. Okay, favorite rave, Ultra Miami. Went for my 21st, yeah, it was a blasty. Yeah, going off for my 21st, it was sick, but I don't like raves anymore because they're booze. Not slick booze. Don't really drink it, I'm not a loser. Just kidding, don't diss. If you drink booze and go about this, take a real shot, bitch. Not some weak ass shit. Go ahead and take a sip if it's expensive. Kobe yeah. versus LeBron. Kobe versus LeBron, no comparison. 24 bitch, not Harrison. No, LeBron is a joke. He got his hairline back, but can't take the Lakers to the playoffs, yo. Nope. Hentai. Hentai's what I'm creating in my bedroom because I'm so inspired by the tentacles, dude. Nope. Squidward. Squidward. If I had a dollar for every brain you didn't have, I'd have one dollar. Ferrari. Enzo Ferrari, take it on the street, drifting in the fucking Grand Prix. You know I'm going real hard because I'm in Saudi. Toyota. You know I'm buying all these things, not, but I'm not buying a Toyota. What happened to my mic? You little Yoda. I think it's the headphones. Never mind. It's still on this thing. Toyota. Okay, Corolla. China. And the Camry. You know you can find it in Beijing, on the streets, fucking drifting with a billion people in the fucking way, bitch. No, that's so Perola. hard to do. What is it? Corolla. Okay. Fruit roll-ups got six feet in a row, then it's going up. You squats. know this shit is strawberry. You said squats? Yeah, it said so strawberry. 
You gotta work it off with a squat Bitch, finish it off with the bot You know you in the gym pushing bots Pushing heavy, heavy weights, that's a cop No Get it to the flow If he makes you take a sobriety test Then the squats will put you in jail, yo Cause you can't move your legs Bro. Girls? Bro Bro Sit your ass home Hey <laughs> Thank you guys for the support, for the love. Make sure you send it all to Mr. Zach. That's episode eight, channel T. That's a wrap.